This is Spin Control, a Fibercraft podcast by a joyful girl. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Spin Control, episode 117, Hanging On. In this episode, I've got some knitting, some crochet, a little bit of sewing, some choring. Uh, Not a lot to do with uh, any stories, but I'm going to kick this right off and jump right into updates. So what's been going on in the land of joy? We here, we're, we're hanging on. It's still a very crazy and weird time. Um, as the seasons change and the COVID-19 pandemic starts to slow and things in the world start to open up, hopefully we don't have another upswing and more outbreaks and that everybody stays safe. And well, as that's all happening, we're sitting here hanging on. Really, that's, that's the title and that's what's going on here. So as a result of everything going on with the pandemic, There's been a few crazy twists and turns. So bird, okay, hold on to your hats. Sit down if you need to. My little bird just graduated from college. On May 16th, she sent us a very interesting little video that she took in her bathroom of herself wearing her cap and gown and with the graduation march playing in the background. The word diploma written on a post-it note and she very unceremoniously graduated from college. She had amazing grades. She'd been working really hard. I think she's probably the first person in our full extended family who actually graduated from college in four years. She did do a little bit of summer program stuff, like she took a chemistry class or something, maybe a philosophy class online one summer, and then she did a nine-credit trip to Japan last year. But in four years, she graduated from college and earned her degree. She worked really hard, and at the end... There was no pomp and circumstance and the poor kid was so pitifully depressed for like the whole week and she just wanted to celebrate. But, you know, with the world on lockdown, that's not very easy to do. But we're trying to find a way to help her celebrate here, hopefully in the very near future when we can travel again. Maybe we'll go on a nice trip or something since all of the normal stuff has been canceled. I feel kind of bad for the class of 2020 when it comes to college graduates because... It's not easy to get hired right now. It, you know, they, they really didn't get any closure for all of that work that they've been doing. And their futures are definitely, definitely up in the air. Yeah, there are two programs that Caitlin was about to head into that got put on indefinite hold or canceled. They're, they're not really sure. They were paid internship programs in the St. Louis area. And just with everything going on, They're not sure how they're going to execute those or if they're going to execute those this year. So she will probably be moving back here to Colorado with us here at the end of June. And I I guess we'll kind of go from there. But she doesn't really need to be paying rent in this kind of environment. She can move into my basement and, and use this as her home base while she tries to figure out and make her way in this new world. All right, what else has been going on? So I'm sure I'm not the only one who had like all these great plans for all these events we wanted to attend starting this spring, but they've all been canceled pretty much through the fall. 
There's a handful of hangers on for like the September, October timeframe, but everything else has been canceled. So I'm fortunate enough that I can do my job remotely, which means I'm still making a living, which is awesome. And I had already set aside um, funds that I intended to spend at Maryland Sheep and Wool. So when Maryland Sheep and Wool hosted their virtual vendor market, I went ahead and bought from some of my favorites. You know, I couldn't shop from everybody, but like some of my mainstays, you can guarantee every year I'm going to go get a sock blank that I'm not going to knit from Gail's Art. So I did that this year. I actually got two. One of them totally blows my mind. She actually did like a double knit sock blank. So you can knit two at a time socks. How exciting is that? You know, that's my bread and butter. That's, that's the stuff I love right there. I don't actually know how long it will be before I get to that sock blank, but it's there and ready for me. Um, I ordered from Neighborhood Fiber Company. They had so much gorgeous stuff that I couldn't decide. So they have like these mystery skein bags like you're guaranteed to get x number of skeins and they're curated and i got three beautiful skeins of yarn from them and that's awesome who else do i into the world i always order from them i believe i got a skein of sock yarn called butter and bacon it might have been butter on bacon but still it's pretty magical and beautiful um i shopped with miss babs and got her Maryland Sheep and Wool exclusive colorways. I try to do that every single year. And, you know, there were a handful of others, but I tried to hit some of those people I would already have been shopping from and spending my money at to try to support our community's economy, even at a distance. So I was glad I was able to do that. And that was pretty interesting. Um, oh, all right. So the Estes Park Wool Market, which is should have been like next weekend or the weekend after in June was canceled early on in this whole ordeal, which is fine. The Rocky Mountain National Park didn't actually close or decide to reopen partially until the last minute. We were really, really, really hoping that even if we couldn't patronize the wool market, that we could go to the national park and actually get some camping done with our friends. But they did not open the campground where we had our reservations. So they straight up got canceled and I was super sad. (laughs) So I may be able to do some camping for 4th of July weekend, not like in a national park or anything like that, but some friends of my brothers are hosting um, an Independence Day celebration and we may be able to go up there and camp on their property and that'll be awesome. It'll definitely be a much, you know, a very controlled group of people on a very controlled space uh, and it'll be some nice, relaxing, safe, fun time for the holiday And Bird should be home by then, so it'll be nice for her to get away and do something recreational. And hopefully we can, you know, do a little celebrating for her. So I don't know when we're going to get out to events. Me and my Tanya have been talking a little bit about the Organ Flock and Fiber Festival. I believe that's in October. I've never been. And I'm not sure if it is still on schedule yet, so I need to check into that. And outside of that, possibly if Organ Flock and Fiber doesn't work out, maybe Rhinebeck. But, you know, that's all going to depend on what's happening around the world at that time. Because my understanding is that COVID-19 is a, uh, it's a cold weather disease like the flu. And it may be resurging by then. We will have to see. All right, what else? Oof, that's some depressing stuff, right? Oh, here's some more bad news. So do y'all remember when Craftsy, that many of us patronized and used and loved, was sold to NBC Universal? And they did such a poor job marketing the change and 
recruiting customers and explaining their principles and what their mission and vision was for the new model of Blueprint. So that happened, what, a year ago maybe? It hasn't been very long. But what I do know is when we all suspected that they were screwing shit up, they really were. So they just announced that they will be closing their doors. And by the time you hear this episode, uh, May 31st will have passed and they will have accepted their last subscriptions, sold their last online products and allowed people to sign up for their final classes. The CEO did announce though, that if you have classes that you purchase through Craftsy or Blueprint, your own forever classes, they are gonna find a way to get those classes to us so that we can literally own them forever. So I'm standing by for that. And you should check into your subscriptions if, or your accounts, if you have those own forever classes and kind of keep an eye on that news so we can get some of the great work from some of those great instructors that we signed up for. I know I have an amazing Carol Feller class in there about short rows that was super helpful in one of my designs. And I think I actually got a second class because the first one was so great. What else have I been up to? So today and most weekends have been full of quite a bit of choring. So this isn't like a traditional episode, but I kind of have a lot to say, but it only falls into like two categories. So I'm really sorry about that. So we've been choring. So today was, I kind of got moving slow because the boy and I got sucked into a TV show last night and stayed up way too late. Woke up on time, so I've kind of been dragging a little bit, but I worked out. Then I went and deep cleaned the barn a little. I still have a couple things to do. Like I need to use a leaf blower and go through and get all the extra hay that's kind of floating around out there and blow it out of the barn so that that's super clean and power wash the alpaca stalls. That would be great. What else have we been up to? Um, I'm planting my clover annually. If you follow me on Instagram, you will have seen that I have already found my first four leaf clover of the season. Woohoo! So I have little patches of clover that are left over because the boy decided to till my flower beds where I had my clover last year. Dummy. And only some of it survived that. So I explained to him this year what we're going to do is not till my, retill my clover gardens next year. They will just come back and it'll be amazing. I've been replanting those slowly, pulling out like the dead roots and stuff from where he had tilled planting clover and leaving spots for some wildflowers that I have that are that grow well in this in this climate and this altitude so once that starts coming up it should be very 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 pretty and I know the bees love the clover flower and we've already got quite a few butterflies coming up in the area and in addition this year my rhubarb did not get destroyed and that makes me pretty happy I was just out there earlier before the storms come because we're at that part of the year here in uh, Colorado Springs, where we will get rain every single day, probably for the next month or so. We might miss a day, but it's going to rain a lot, which is great when you're trying to grow things. Not amazing when you are trying to do outside activities. But my rhubarb is coming up. Last year, we got that late, super, super late, big snowstorm, and it put it under hibernation, and I didn't get anything for a harvest. I went out, pulled some of the longer stalks, tried not to over harvest the first time out. And I only ended up with about eight cups after I chopped it up, not too shabby. And with the rain, I'm probably going to be checking up on it maybe every day, every other day to see how big some of those stalks are getting so I can harvest those 
and get them chopped up and frozen for the rest of the year. And I'm super excited about that. And we have a lot more work coming and I will keep you posted on that. For example, tomorrow, depending on what the rain schedule is, we may be transplanting aspens and that should be fun. I love those trees. They're absolutely beautiful and they make me so happy. All right. And 14 minutes in, that looks like that's about all I got for updates. And now we will head right into spinning my wheels. Let's get the whole spinning talk out of the way right away. So in terms of spinning, I've been daydreaming about other spinning that I need to do. But when I spin on other things, I feel like I am cheating on the fleece formerly known as dreaded. So I'm going to have to figure out how to parse my time out so I can spin on other things that help me maintain my motivation to spin. I would love to have some fresh skeins of hand spun fiber that I can knit. That would be awesome. So I'm going to going to try to do that. But I've been spinning regularly on the dreaded fleece. And unfortunately, that two ounces that baby girl decided she was going to tear up has not been a very quick spin because I've had some sections where I've had to sort out and throw away fiber, untangle some stuff, reorganize it. It's not in the, you know, beautifully organized drafted fiber form that it was in when I got it. So that's all there is right now in spinning. However, you would be very pleased with me. I finished a couple things. I finished sewing my chair covers. They turned out really, really nice. I posted a couple pictures of those on my Instagram. Um, I don't know where else to put them, but coordinating fabric, yellow and gray, and the the slip covers ended up being a little too, they weren't too short, but they were definitely different sized. Like if you sat them next to each other on two different chairs. So I ended up shortening the bottom portion and then added a ruffle to the hem. So now they both look like they matchy matchy and, you know, they look a little bit more professional and not just thrown together, even though they really were just thrown together. I mean, I literally draped the fabric over the chairs, pinned it, marked it, and then just kind of sewed and then cut and then sewed. And I wouldn't recommend that anyone look inside my slipcovers because it's probably a mess. But from the outside, they look pretty good. Beautiful top stitching, some professionally performed ruffles. Yeah, like I've had my ruffler foot forever for my sewing machine. And I think outside of just playing with it, that was the first time I used it in a real project. So, I mean, it was just one of those things. I think my quilt store at the time when I lived, gosh, that was in St. Louis. They had some amazing moving sale. And like you walked in the door, did a drawing and got some crazy prices off of things. And I ended up getting 75% off of presser feet for my Bernina. So, I mean, how 75% off, how could I pass up the rougher foot, right? Anyway, so that's what I have there, which is awesome. Um, what else? Oh, I have a crochet project going. What do you think of that? So I've talked about it for a really long time. And I read somewhere that, you know, if you've been saying that you're going to blah, 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 and you still haven't done it, then it wasn't the fact that you didn't have time. Because Lord knows we have a lot of extra time now, right? I'm not out gallivanting or taking on adventures, I definitely have time to take on this crochet blanket project. So this is my like mystery ball granny square blanket. Somewhere along the lines, there was like a two year period where random people just kept giving me acrylic yarn. Not that I have anything against acrylic yarn. This isn't a judgment. I just didn't know what I was going to do with it. It wasn't stuff I had selected. It was, oh, my aunt moved into a home 
here is her acrylic yarn. I figured I would give it to someone who would use it. That kind of thing. And, oh, I found this in the back of my closet. Do you want it? Sure. So I ended up with all of this. Most of it's like Red Heart acrylic yarn that I had no like purpose for because I didn't select it. It was just given, it made its way into my stash. So what I did a while back was I unwound all of those skeins and put them in hand wound balls. And they're all about the size of baseballs. And I put them in an opaque bag. So I reach my hand in, I grab a color, and then I do a round and a granny square. So I'm doing the centers of all of the squares in black. Then I'm picking three additional colors for three different rounds. And then eventually when I seam them all together, I'll use coordinating black so that it, you know, has a little bit of a cohesive feel to it. But I'm literally reaching into the bag, picking out a mystery ball. And as long as it's not one of the colors I've already used in that square, I'm going to go ahead and crochet it in. So I've got about four squares done. And it's one of those things like if I don't feel like doing anything else and I'm say on the Zoom meeting with my knit group, I will whip out a couple squares and then put it away. The bag is kind of decorative a little bit. So it's sitting in the corner over next to where my dining room table is. So it doesn't look out of place and I can just kind of grab it and work on it anytime. And I'm pretty proud of myself for actually starting that. What else? I've got, uh, I've got a few new projects, right? So I actually finished something. Let's talk about that first. So me and my Tanya were talking about this. This was Maryland Sheep and Wool five years ago. We both purchased a ball of, what's the name of this yarn? It is, oh yeah, Seraphim from Bayou Spun Fiber. It is 95% Angora, 5% Viscose, and it's about 435 yards per ball. It's expensive. We bought one ball, and with the ball came the pattern. It is the Fir Trees Cowl from Marleybird, and it took me forever to figure out what I was doing wrong when I was knitting it. That's why it went into timeout for like five years. I started it. I got about an inch or two in and I just could not get the yarn overs and the decreases to stay aligned as I went through. And I could not for the life of me figure out how I kept messing up the stitch count. But then a few weeks ago when I picked it back up again, I realized what I was doing. So it is a four round repeat Two that includes Round one and round three are patterned. Round two and four are knit. So when I was knitting those straight rounds, apparently I was going too fast and I kept dropping my yarn overs and messing up my count and misaligning everything. But I figured out that if I'm doing it in the quiet, it's just me. I mean, it's certainly not difficult or hard to count, but if I go too fast, I drop the yarn overs and it messes everything up. I finished it. I like totally bound off about three days ago. I haven't blocked it yet. It's beautiful pattern super simple and lovely. And that yarn is just to die for. And I'm glad I actually got back to it so I could actually use that yarn. It was wonderful. I enjoyed knitting that. It's all done. And I haven't blocked it yet. So once I get that done, I'll get pictures posted to my Ravelry. But there's a brief snippet on my Instagram. What else have I been doing? Oh, I cast on two new things. I cast on a pattern that I have been looking at forever again. I am knitting the Turkish bed socks from Church Mouse Classics. I love the pattern. It is so easy. And it is, it takes a skein of Koigu KPPPM, which is like what, 175 yards. I just happen to have a skein of that in my stash, of course, right? Like I have all the sock yarns. I just don't always use them. 
Anyway, I'm more than three quarters of the way done with that pattern. I've knit all the way to the portion on one sock where I'm ready to start the toe. And I got about two more inches of the foot before I am at the same position on the second sock. And it's been really super easy. The instructions are great. The construction is unique and interesting and easy to understand. And I'm really, really enjoying it. And I like the yarn too. So it's kind of nice. And it's this great little, like almost bubblegummy pink. I don't know. I really like it. And I'm glad I got to start that. In addition, I cast on, I couldn't even tell you which yarn I'm using because I can't find the bag where I put it, but I cast on the Ripple Butt Shorts by Jessie May Designs, and I'm pretty excited. I haven't gotten very far. I got my um, provisional cast on done, knit about an inch. I have a little bit more to go before I close up the hem and start down the body of that pattern. If I sound a little echoey, I'd like to apologize, but I am recording, spinning, and enjoying an ice cold glass of Easy Street, which is an American unfiltered wheat beer by Odell's, and I'm enjoying that as well. So I have those two new projects. I'm working on my Turkish bed socks. I'm working on my Ripple Butt shorts, and I'm very happy. Ooh, let's talk about skew. So I made something amazing and beautiful out of the skew socks. I went downstairs. I ripped them out and I turned them back into two little beautiful balls of yarn. Don't know what I'm going to do with the yarn, but that pattern was not making me happy. So I decided why, why am I knitting this? Maybe one day I will have the patience to knit the socks and not mess them up and forget all my counts. But right now is not the time. So I ripped them back and I put the yarn back in my stash. So I now have two amazing and beautiful balls of yarn that used to be angry socks. All right, that's all I've got for spinning my wheels, and I can't wait to uh, give you an update next time. All righty, it looks like it is time to spin off this episode of Spin Control. I know I only had two segments, but I feel like I had a lot to say, and I'm glad that I got on here so I can share that stuff with you. It is, there's a lot of tough stuff going on in our nation right now. There is a lot of hate and a lot of misery. There have been crimes against African-Americans in several cities. And the way that the media is covering it is an atrocity. And hopefully we will all get through this and we will support those people in need and maybe help some other folks understand what privilege really means. Um, So we're locked down in our houses. There's a lot of turmoil going on across the nation. And hopefully... We can all stick this out together and be better off for it in the end. So earlier I found myself dancing around my kitchen, listening to the song Dear Prudence by Jerry Garcia. It's not actually by Jerry Garcia. The song Dear Prudence is a remake. It was a Beatles song. Um, My favorite version is The Grateful Dead or Jerry Garcia. But I actually for a long time had absolutely no idea that that was originally a Beatles song. So I am going to wind up this episode and carry us out with Dear Prudence performed by Jerry Garcia. And I hope that all of you are doing amazing and that we can share a little bit of that solidarity online with one another and support each other in our times of need. All right, guys, that's all I've got. As always, you can get the details about this episode and all the past episodes at spincontrolpodcast.com. You can email me at shiloh at foreverhandmade.com. Catch me on Ravelry and Instagram as foreverhandmade. Thanks again, guys. I will talk to you soon. Dear Prudence, 